you're listening to The Critical Channel, a show about software architecture, engineering leadership, organizational culture, and several other very easy problems with myself, Kieran Patel, Italo Vietro, Pedro Cavallo, Maxim Kravitz, and Warner Bukoy. And this week's topic, side projects. Hey guys, I can honestly say, take three, I'm so sad that I didn't take six months off now. <laughs> like, this is so nice. I've been, like, working in the garden a bit. Like, I actually, I, I made one mistake, which is a guy brought some sand, like, two cubic meters, yeah, about two cubic meters of sand here. And then he was like, yeah, maybe, like, I had some sand that I needed to transport away. And I was like, okay, maybe you can take it up as well. And he was like, sure, I can... I can do that. So I'll leave. I'll, I'll leave the car here for two days. So that ended up me having to move about five cubic meters of earth to into the car garden to three out of the garden. And after that, I decided to never do that again. It's just not good for your back. <laughs> Sounds oh. like fun in a way, though. It's like drinking. In two months, you want to do it again. I know. In two months, in, in 30 minutes, I want to do it. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I mean, drinking, yes, 30 minutes. But yeah. Uh, at least you have a garden. I mean, I'm, I'm, my achievements are my tomato plants not dying in their tiny little pots. Oh, I, you have quarantined tomatoes as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. We have Check. all raised hands. <laughs> all aboard the quarantine tomato train. <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm not yeah, good yeah. with plants. They they always die. I I forget about them like immediately. So unfortunately, no tomatoes for me. Me no, too. I, but I have I've a wife. just been I've just been planting things that I don't eat. So like, uh, there's a. You oh, know, I've, I've been I've... planting those too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> no, I've wow. I've planted I've planted some like. Just I planted a bit of garlic that I was like I was chopping some garlic. I was like, this one goes in some soil, and and it it's yeah, it's tall now. Cool. Hmm. That it's very thing. satisfying to, to 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 plant something and then it grows and then you eat it. That's, that's, well, that's I mean, pretty, I'm, I'm cool. not sure I would eat anything that I've. One of my coworkers leave that to professionals. Like edible mushrooms, not mushrooms, mushrooms. Anything's edible once. <laughs> well, yeah. True. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I, I, see, I, 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 I see that we made exactly zero progress with getting to the point. It looks like Okay, we're well, still... the, the point is, for anyone who's noticed, Pedro's back. Yay. Oh, yeah, that was, the sec- that was the first point. I think that's the most important point. Pedro yeah. Pedro was uh, here for three episodes, and then uh, he started a side project and uh, had to give up this one side project of the podcast. Uh, but now now he needs a side project on top of his side project. So here we are. Did I mention what uh, this week's topic is? Babies. It's drunk. Getting drunk. I, yes, all of the above. <laughs> drunk babies. Oh my god. Oh, no. Once you become oh, a parent, no. that shit stops being funny. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> Another reason not to become a parent, then. Oh my god, let's not get yeah, into that flame war. <laughs> oh, we could, but it's going to be a very long. Hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, also, I don't want to, I don't want to go into how having a baby actually turns everything else in your life into a side project. Uh, but, but you will. I think but, it's uh, very important, though, to go into. I think that. so. I I think so. I think so. Like, I actually have very strong feelings about this, and I think that it's this is probably not the right time or moments to talk about that, but. I, I do think that in, in, in society, especially when you're a man, there's kind of this assumption that your life is just going to continue the way it was before. Like your friends are still inviting you out for drinks. Your, your work, uh, colleagues are still expecting you to be there until 8 p.m. And just, it's just not how it is unless, unless you're okay with not knowing your child. Um, it's just not how it is. But again, this is probably not the episode for that week. I, I think we could record an entire episode about that. Maybe me and Varner, especially. I think there's <laughs> I think a lot to say it's there. It's probably very eye-opening as well, like when you get to the point where, you know, because a, a lot of the, I mean, I have no experience here, but a lot of the, like, focus is on the pregnancy, right? And you, you kind of, I think it could be quite easy to forget that there is actually a child at the end of that that is then kind of the next stage of that. I think a lot of people like I, I'm, I'm saying this because like I know somebody now and she is pregnant and she is like eight months in and she's only just now realizing like, Oh no, Oh wait, Oh God, there's, there's <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the finish line. This is the starting line, you know? Yeah. My mom I think that's a really good way you have of putting like it. At least 30 something years ahead of you. I mean, depends on, but at least 18, that's for sure. <laughs> So it's a long-running project. Yeah, but it also makes it makes a lot of changes in your life. Like where before you used to actually sit down after work and be like, "Hey guys, I've got some spare time and I'm not able to get drunk with people or not allowed to." Uh, you're now towards the point where it's like, first of all, uh, time after work doesn't really exist. It goes to your child definitely in like at least for me once she started to become a bit more movable and a little less mommy addicted which is like after six months i think um but you also like you don't go and work on side projects you don't go or different like, different things become side projects so like where like when i was 18 i would actually write a cms or uh some other thing which was interesting to me which i was kind of touching on at work uh, as a side project just to to learn the ropes learn how it went uh, all those kind of things you just don't have time for it anymore also i don't want to i think i think that's a th those are two really big points first the time that you have available just changes completely uh obviously which i think it's obvious for anyone who thinks about it for a second uh but the second thing i think is is super important as well. Your interests change, like in many ways. And I'm sorry, guys, I don't want to like take over today's episode with my, you know, tales from parenthood, but it, it is true, Varner. You, the person that you were before, um, gives way to a new person. Uh, you have, there's different things you care about now. And, and I think that the adjustment of going through that uh, is, is, is very interesting to, to notice. Um, but also with the time, I think not only do you have less time, but the, the shape of your schedule changes as well. I mean, in, in, in Juno's first years of life, I, um, I actually watched a bunch of like shows just because, you know, she was a tiny little baby, um, and she needed to be rocked to sleep like permanently. Uh, she, she would not tolerate being put down. And so I would just pace back and forth in the living room, just watching the boys 
or you know the expense and and so i, I actually watched a lot of tv um then and and then her sleeping changed completely and now it's super hard to catch even a, a 20 minute episode of, of, of something um yeah no more friend for reunion yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly yeah but i mean there's still time right i think the, the, the thing the thing is there's no longer that time to sit down and then think about what you're going to do it's like you're thinking about if you want to do something you have to be thinking about it at, while doing something else and then be ready to hit the ground running when you do have some free time with your computer like if you want to code something you have to have the whole thing rehearsed in your head and then just like okay it's writing code time now then just type 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 code 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 and uh test 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 and and, and that's a little half an hour gone and hopefully you have something at the end of that I think this uh, might be one of my best excuses for why I fail at, at, at doing any side pro or finishing any side projects, though, is that you turn on your computer and then it's, oh, there's loads of updates. Okay, I'll run these. Oh, no, it broke my IDE or whatever. Oh, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll fix that. Oh, look, this, this pic, while I was waiting for that to fix, this picture on Reddit is nice. I guess I'll, like, theme something and make that look pretty. Now let's find the best library to start this idea and find the, be like, the best new framework. Oh, okay, no, I don't like these. I'll make my own framework. And then, and then before you know it. Like, that that must mean, be the best ad for macOS that I've ever heard. What do you mean the best ad for macOS? The first thing I thought of when it was, like, updates popping up everywhere was macOS. <laughs> Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh, not, not quite my experience, but okay. Um, but anyway, regardless of uh, OS wars coming into it, I think um, I think that was pretty good advice. Is like you know, if if you do want to start something, like knowing exactly what you want to do like a lot of the time, I you know, I have some really everybody has shower thoughts, right? Shower thoughts is is is. That that's still a thing, right? We still have shower thoughts. That, that's still oh, you still take right? showers these days? <laughs> Clearly not apparent. Yeah, okay. But uh you know, being able to kind of plan that stuff I think is um is pretty important, like so that you, you can kind of like have like take carve out the time you have to do something productive. Um I don't know. I mean, again, your parents now is a different conversation. But I mean, Pedro, I know that before that you were the king of unfinished side projects. Oh, probably, yeah. Oh, probably yeah. even more than me. I just um, have a better excuse now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was the reason. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. Um, no. Nah, whereas, true. Like, like, for me, you know, it, it gets... It's, part of it was, you know, getting to a certain... I don't know, like certain level of age or whatever, and just, uh, or, or even just like certain level of experience in the job that I've got and just thinking, okay, like, no, I, I need to not be doing work outside of work. Um, and it sucks that a lot of the time, you know, some, some companies and some recruiters expect you to work on, on a side project, like, you know, oh, I do a 40 hour week, but like, I'm going to compare you to this other candidate and this other candidate just like you know writes a blog regularly or something and then that's uh that's gonna like swing things in their favor is, is that actually true like is well, there I evidence I've I'm, never I'm encountered that's, that. that was my next thing i was like has anybody come across this because uh it's definitely a common theme in the research i've been doing and the threads i've been reading and things like that while preparing for this um, De definitely I, I know i know a company uh here in berlin just i mean i'm sure this happens a lot but there's just one case that i know where 
they were hiring uh, for a position and they had two candidates who they were they saw as pretty equivalent and they went with a person that you know was more active in the community you know they had a, a blog they contributed more to open source projects and, and that maybe that wasn't something that um maybe it wasn't a huge factor but it tipped the scales in the end so uh yeah i i think you're right like it does it does happen so how yeah, do you I think, think that i think that... actually i've seen i've seen the same within multiple places and, and organizations where like the people who actually market themselves because honestly what is a blog it's pure marketing for a developer if you do it on in your free time or unless you're like some people say that they're doing it for their own memories and own brains and honestly like you don't it's marketing it's a good way to get your name out there to get some information out there and if you're lucky you will actually find your own blog to solve an issue in the future which has happened to me in the past um but it also means that you're automatically possibly losing some very good people in if you use that because exactly there are people who due to their time constraints either being a parent maybe having to take care of their parents already having to take care of siblings who knows uh, just don't have the time to to take their private time and sometimes you have companies who actively uh, encourage their employees to also write blogs like I know, for example, uh, from a company that actively encourages their staff engineers and uh, and above to start writing blogs, to put their name out there, and also the name of the company, of course, uh, which is, is one way of doing, uh, of basically improving their hiring pipeline and hiring. At least that's what they assume. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, I mean that that sometimes... In... Oh, sorry, sorry. go ahead. Is that in working hours? Though? Yep. That's during working hours. Yeah. So during oh, working totally hours, they fine. actually get times to to do review to to review the subject to yeah. learn about the different subject matter. So if they're already an expert in that, really and then write a project book. anymore. Yeah. yeah, is it part yeah. of the job description at that? Point? It can also it's be part of, the part of like uh, your self improvement whatever program, like personal yeah. development plan, because writing writing is the skill that a lot of or oh, not many of us have honestly so yeah it can also be part of that like just yeah i mean because our I entire job like is as, typing as, code <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> no but i see that as a, as, as a win all around i mean you're building as an employee you're building your personal brand i mean that doesn't hurt and you're creating some employer branding for your employer so everyone's winning i mean as long as hurt, the content right? is worthwhile that obviously attracting good engineers and all these other benefits yeah that sounds Hopefully. pretty good I, putting image of the company out there. Yeah. That sounds pretty good, actually. It, it's very different from, oh, recruiters like require you to have to do this and this and this as a side project. To do extracurricular kind of work. Yeah. During, uh, during like, not during working hours as a side project. It's like, you know, you're already working a 40-plus hour week and then you have, like, you have to do this. You don't have to, but it's kind of encouraged to do this extra stuff. Also, I think sometimes are... it's not even recruiters. It's like either people who hire you or some of your teammates may kind of, you know, look down on you for not doing this while they are doing this. Maybe, Maybe that's also where it might be coming from. I don't know, but we are mostly focusing on like side projects outside of working hours right which is the majority of like smaller mm -hmm. to medium companies do but some companies even like you know like if they're bigger they actually 
say, hey, you have a day of your week to work on side projects mm-hmm. um, of your own, right? So I think like Google is pretty famous. They do this. Uh, even here in Berlin, I worked in a company that does that. And that is a cool investment when we think about it because then we don't have the problem of, I mean, other things in your private life kind of like getting in the way because you are actually within working hours investing on a side project, um, you know, that might help the company, might not, but it definitely helps you improve yourself, right? Or, or you should. Um, I mean, I think I think there's two kinds of side projects here, and we're talking about the kind where your employer sponsors the activity, right? Like this happens within working hours, and presumably the company has a claim to all or part of the of the depending on what's artifacts. written in your contract, which I've yeah. definitely seen contracts mm. that say anything you make while you work for us is ours, like screw you, right. basically. Yeah. But then you have the other kind, which is in your own time, right? Stuff that happens outside of working hours. I, I, honestly, I think we could have an entire show on, on, on either. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think actually one thing does come up with both. Like I'm actually very interested in the employer one, because I've honestly never been able to manage that properly. Because in my experience at some point in time it's great for the juniors it's great for the meteors it's great for the seniors as soon as you go above that you're screwed with meetings from product from some other part of the organization in any case so those side products go to shit but yeah i mean you know like i've uh one of the companies i worked at uh, we used to have this uh i think it was like fridays kind of free for you to work on your own thing um your own thing in quotes um, but basically, uh, the problem is exactly what you said. Uh, the like product people were supposed to not create any meetings on that day. Uh, you weren't supposed to ha- supposed to have any kind of important meetings, and and you know no sprint reviews happening on that day, and so on and so forth. Uh, that didn't happen every Friday, but it happened like every other Friday. And in the end, some people took advantage of it and start working on their own things. But the majority of people were actually like you know what, I'm just going to do normal work because I'm not in the mood for thinking about a project of my my own or studying it or writing an article. Um, So the majority of people, like about 75%, we did a survey actually, 75% were not taking advantage of this extra day for you to either study or or do something else. I don't know where the motivation comes from because the, the culture was there and people could just make use of it, but the majority just didn't. Um, so that was not very successful in the end, uh, I believe. Yeah, but it happened. Some projects were cool. Like we, we actually developed a project in two Fridays, two of these Fridays all together that in, end up, ended up in the, in the project in the end, in the, in the real app, right? On the mobile app. And that was super cool. So we saw this happening. Um, and then today, if you take the app, the project is there. So that was super nice, but again, it's one in a million to to happen. But again, so, so our, our our side projects meant to be finished. I mean, I think for me, yeah, maybe when I look at side projects from from my past, at least, I'm like, honestly, I don't want to have them finished at all. I'm there for the learning experience, most. Yeah, pretty much. I use it for learning, most. I think part of a side project, at least for me, is to let myself do a crappy job, right? Like I. 
spend a lot of time at work making sure I've done X, Y, Z correctly because future me needs to look at it or other engineers need to look at it and learn and know how that works. And, you know, it needs to be maintained. It needs to be reliable. And when I'm building a, a side project, I just want to hack <coughs> something together, you know, for, for a change. Yeah, it's a no pressure environment where you can just, you know, either do that or, or learn something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of value in that. But 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 speaking of value, just coming back to your example, Italo. Uh, so in that case, what was beyond the the priceless satisfaction of a, a job well done and value delivered? What's in it for the for the person who who does a side job, a side project at the company that then becomes part of the of the product? Uh, yeah, good point. I think nothing really. Um, I I can't really tell. Um, I don't know if they got like a bonus or an incentive, like financial incentive or something. Um, but I think for this specific example I mentioned, I think nobody got anything. It just got into the product and people were happy because it was my idea. But in the end, the company is making money on top of your idea. And and, and I mean, that is cool. Like, it, it, that's perfectly cool if that's the expectation. I mean, I, 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 I still derive a lot of satisfaction from thinking about all the stuff that I made that's still in production somewhere. Um, yeah, that's totally fine. But I'm, I'm wondering about like different kinds of profiles of people. I mean, there's, there's, there, there's, uh, there's people that when they, when they're taking on a side project, maybe they're thinking of, of, of not just like a little feature, they're thinking more in, as an entrepreneur. They're thinking more in terms of they want creating to make it something a product at some point, productize yeah. it exactly and run it. Crucially, run mm-hmm. it. Um, I think I think that in a lot of companies that I've you know read about uh, and known about that that create the space for for these side projects, it's a little bit like okay, we're getting we're getting these idea factories. And then anything that looks good, we'll get a product person to come in and, and take it from there because, you know, the developer uh, can't possibly know how to develop product, um, which I think it's a, is a missed opportunity and, and, and kind of disincentivizes dis- dis- people that uh, actually have, you know, higher, higher ambitions for, for their work. And I think that's where we find folks who, uh, prefer to do side product either either ignore the company's openings because there's no uh, like the follow through options are not what they would like um and they d- they just go and work on nights and weekends uh on on their own stuff i think one one interesting thing for me here is 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 what is the company's like the employer's stance on that obviously everyone should read the contracts very very carefully but like in principle I, I see two two lines of thought just looking to people that I work and have worked with before in the past, which is there's this there's this uh, school of thought that goes, I don't want my employer my employees to be spending any energy on stuff that's not their personal life and the job. Um, and there's another school of thought that it goes, I actually think that the employees are going out and, and, and developing themselves into, you know, more well-rounded professionals by trying to make their own products from scratch on their own or with, or with friends, um, outside of work and everything they're learning there is bound to benefit their job in, in, in some way. Also, and what if that is my personal life? 
Yeah. Like doing these things, which it was for me personally for like quite a few years. I think that's a really good point. What if you just enjoy doing this? I think um, a lot of it comes down to... uh, there's a pretentious school of thought around this, and I'm going to try and say it with as little pretensions like as I can. Um, but that creating something like coding is creativity to a degree. It's a very technical kind of way of of being creative. But yeah. ultimately, you know, if somebody's <clears throat> if somebody's line of work is that they are an artist and they they paint, and then on their free time they want to paint other stuff as well, that's not for them to sell, but that's just for them then of course they're entitled to do that. Uh, being an being a engineer or developer or whatever whatever noun you want to use for it, is this, it's this really weird middle ground between kind of nine to five office job, but also something that's creative to a degree. And I think, I think that's where the, the debate comes from here is because it is a very like weird kind of hybrid thing. Definitely. And, and, and also it, it's a very, I think it's a very peculiar field of work where our job and our biggest hobby uh, are quite often the same thing, right? We're coding every day, all day, and then we go home and we code some more because we just enjoy doing that. And I think it's interesting to think of, you know, where if you're in an environment where side projects that have a commercial purpose are disallowed, then then where's the line i mean is is it fine if you stay up until 2 a.m every day every night uh just learning your frameworks and and and, and honing your craft but it's suddenly not okay if you put a pricing page on it and 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 turn (laughs) it into a product i mean i understand that there's going to be other other side effects i mean if you if you actually productize and put something out there that gets users then okay there's going to be stuff that's going to be conflicting with your work like support requests um, uh, and there's maybe some local kind of... loss as well. Depends on the country. Yeah, Texas yeah, could be, could be. So it's not very clear cut, right? Um, but at at the same time, I think that the I think the argument that having a side project can you know exhaust you so much that you can no longer perform adequately at your day job it's is definitely true. It Happened is hundred true. times. Totally. It's very valid. I think it's a valid argument. But I'm also going to suggest something. I mean, it's like, this is Berlin, right? I mean, <laughs> not naming any names, but like, we all know that a significant portion of the developer population in this city is, you know, on some kind of drug some <laughs> of the time, or, you know, caffeinated off their eyeballs, <laughs> or you know, didn't sleep because they were, you know, just doing tech or dancing to techno all night. Like if the, if the objection oh, is that, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think we all, I think we might all be thinking of uh, very similar groups of people here, but I think like, we're all thinking of the same person. He's very tall. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Among others. Yes. Not, not, yeah, not, not just, not just that person. Um, no, it's, it's, it's super common. I mean, you know, like, like at, at two out of three, uh, companies that I work, that I worked for in the city, uh, have had a significant amount of DJs <laughs> in the, <laughs> in the, in the headcount. Um, and so my, my point is, uh, okay. Yes. It's, it's, it's a valid, it's a valid concern that your, 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 your employees are not bringing their A game to work. But my point is just that this is Berlin. Like there are, a hundred different things that could be 
taking people's energy away. And I guess it's, it's a little bit, it's not looking at the full picture to just go, okay, I'm going to disallow this one thing because, you know, it it is, it is. I I think it also comes down to like, like Karen mentioned as well, is the credit. Like, yeah. uh, some people, like, sure, if you need to blow steam or if you're, no offense, 18, 19, 20, 21, uh, and you're a junior developer, like, no offense, I don't want to know how many times around that age, um, hungover or with other th- things still in my system, mostly space cakes. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like, in the end, I, I made the value worth for the company that had that this side effect as well uh, with it so that was good enough i was able to do my job well enough and um i think this also comes down to the parenting part as well where i see that the same concept right now honestly work is my side project like i really love my work i love coding i love solving problems i love all that kind of stuff but work is a side project it's not the reason why i'm alive it's and i'm also in a luxurious financial position to say this but um, like work is a side work is a side project. Like if I need to set up my local network uh, and I'm messing around with SSL certificates to learn how let it lets encrypt works because God only knows how it works except for when you don't renew it as a company. Um, <laughs> but those are kind of like minor things which are there just to keep you busy as well. And I think that is really where where a lot of difference there is within like the the family situation that a person is in uh with in regards to side projects as well like i think as a company like if a person is running a side a site project and at some point it becomes a side product i would say once you start putting a pricing page on there on support uh of course i can understand that you're saying okay don't commercialize xyz uh, as an organization i can totally see that because you don't want to get into that situation Again, as an employee, I think you also need to be honest enough and say, okay, if that happens, I need to take, cut my amount of hours that I work for that organization and actually just see how you can balance that and also do it in, in, uh, communication with that organization. I think that is one of those key parts. Yeah. yeah that communication part is really important just so everyone knows where, where they stand and there are, there are no, no nasty surprises. Uh, that's, that's for sure. I mean, I think, I think that you touched on, 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 on something that's also, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's a concern that's common and, and, and valid, which is, uh, you know, hiring developers is hard. I mean, you know, I, that's like half my time every day is, is, is on, on hiring. And, and, and it's really difficult to find these people. And then you, you hire them, they join a company, you, you invest so much money in these people. You know, there's, Obviously, salary. There's all the equipment. There's the, the space. There's the you know uh, the the, the um, recruiting fee. Quite often, there's just a bunch of of thing. And then there's also the opportunity cost of having hired that person instead of another person. There's the time of everybody who is helping that person on board. You know, it just it just goes on and on and on. But um, and then the person leaves after six months because their side project you know became profitable and off they go. Uh, you know or put another way anything that can take away this person that you invested so much time and attention and care uh, in is going to be something that i think you're going to be very wary of well i think Um, there's also an irrational irrational kind of fear there as well that the developer is going to take insider knowledge and build their own thing that you do 
They're copy, but yeah. With blackjack and hookers. That is right. <laughs> yeah. That is normally in the contracts. Like sure. If, yeah, if non-contract yeah. clause. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they do this, then then for sure. Uh, that's what I wanted to say before. Like there's there's a concept or not a concept. There is a there's something called trust, right? So you have to trust your team. Uh, as Pedro said, hiring is hard. But once you hire someone, I believe you hire because you you like them. They 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 are actually good and you know they're not toxic for your environment, so you trust them. And until they break that trust, um, you know, it's, I think it's, it's fine as if you leave the, if you lay the expectations down and say like, you know what, like if you want to work on side projects, it's fine if you do this here, here, here. Uh, if you're starting to build a product that is actually a competitor to us, then this is in the contract, blah, blah, blah. So if you lay the expectations there and, you know, make sure that it's clear for both sides, you can avoid a lot of trouble there. Um, for sure. Like uh, my example is, you know, like till this day, I do a lot of uh, side projects and my side projects are not parenting, but um, it's actually going to talks, right? I like to talk in conferences and meetups and stuff like that. And this takes a lot of time. And sometimes it's conflicting to my working hours. Um, but I have an agreement with my, um, you know, with with my, my manager which is basically saying like, you know, I think there is a there is a win-win situation here. Like if I go to conferences, I don't promote my company there at all. Uh, it's my thing. Um, but because my face is there and if people like what I'm saying and if people are looking for a job, normally they come to me and say, hey, are you, are you hiring? And then we go into the process and then we ended up hiring people. I think I hired like three people like this in my team. That's significant. Yeah, no, it was huge. For me, it was huge. Um, and there there you go. So the, you know, the employer actually just wants something because of a side project that was happening. Um, but it's all about trust, right? And I did this talks in working hours, completely not sponsored by my employer. And he was fine with it, or they were fine with it. So no, that's yeah. not true. They're sponsoring you by giving you the opportunity to do it during working hours. Precisely. Like if they're yeah, nice I, enough, they will give, they will spend some money possibly for accommodations or a flight there if necessary. Precisely. Yeah. They would, if I would ask for sure. It's just like, I think I meant sponsoring more in the terms of like, it's not a sponsored talk, right? Yeah, like logo I, I'm not, mm -hmm. yeah, 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 exactly. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not required to put the logo of my company there and talk about the company only if I want to. Yeah, but you probably cool. have an intro slide which says I'm working at XYZ at the moment. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. But but in general, um, you know, it's they, it's they not, don't require that. They don't require that, yeah, and they're not pushing for this. So that that's the cool part, right? So there is a trust for sure. There there's some some trust going on. Um and and I think that works for all of us. Like if you know, if you're hiring someone that is working on a side project and you trust them, you know, there is nothing to be afraid of, like of course, there are cases where they're going to come potentially with no energy in the next day because of X, Y, Z. Um, but they can do what you said, Warner, and work, you know, work a lot and deliver their results in the end. So there's always two sides, you know, to the coins. And it's it's interesting to see that. Yeah, there yeah, is also... Yeah. Go ahead. There is also the the some level of performance that is usually expected of you and if you're not delivering as much then 
it doesn't really matter why, right? If someone is not at the level of performance, you at least want to start the conversation. And let's be honest, does it really matter that much? Why? I mean, if it's a side project or something else, uh, you still want to talk about it. No, no, no I'm, I'm, not trying to say, I'm not trying to say, oh, it doesn't matter. Just ignore this. Like people should perform no matter what. What yeah. I'm trying to say, whether it's a side project or whatever other thing, uh, they can kind of do whatever they want, right? It's their life. But if they're not yeah. performing, let's have a conversation. And if they don't have, let's say, a good reason for not performing, then you'd better let them know that, you know what, it cannot continue like that. Yada, yada, yeah, but yada. I think it comes yeah. down to the communication again, because if I hear that somebody is doing a side project, which involves... Uh, I don't know, a data mess architecture, which were, and, and some other things which are related to work, kind of like where the knowledge that they do and that they can show me possibly, I mean, hope, most of the time when you start talking with a developer about their side project, they get very excited and very childish, which is fine. <laughs> um, and which is also one of the ways that you can actually trigger them and actually find out like, okay, uh, if you're a people manager, which I am not, let me repeat this once again, um, but it is one of the ways that you can actually find the way what people are interested in and actually guide them towards that within the organization. Even if you're not a people manager, but you're a staff engineer or a senior developer, a tech lead, something like that, talk with your people. Like if you hear somebody is working on a side project and it might be climbing or, um, God only knows, measuring how many how many gravities from a rock falling something. Maybe there's something related into your company which you can actually use that knowledge and that experience that that person is gaining and actually keep them, first of all, longer with the organization and also make them happier in their day job. So I think side projects also are, again, like for me, they've always been learning. Um, and, and I think that is very, very much the important part. Like, if people are excited about the technology and they're working on side projects and because of that, after you communicate with them, again, don't communicate with them about their performance once a year during your 360 review kind of phase because that's the worst way of doing that. Uh, you actually do get a lot of information about those people and you also can actually encourage them to maybe even say, hey, dude, I love the idea. Um about this data mesh, we have these guys in or BI team or data warehouse team or whatever team, uh, payments team who are working on this, maybe have a chat with them, like go have lunch with them. Let me introduce you. Like you can do all those kind of things to actually encourage the creativity of these developers and of these engineers. Yeah, that could be a really good thing. I think um, if, if you're having the conversation with somebody that, oh yeah, your performance is not fantastic right now. And their reasoning is, well, I'm working too much on a side project. That's like one of the best responses you can get to that, right? Um, uh, it depends. I mean, you know? I mean it is. It's, it's a hell it of a lot better than... It also depends what than... the side project is about. If someone's telling you, oh, look at my beautiful garden, at some point you have to, you know, actually come to a question like, you know what, now you have to pick what's more important. Because we here trying to do X and your garden, unfortunately, isn't really contributing it's taking much. More. Yeah, fair enough. With, with, with all due respect, I, like, I love your garden. It's amazing. However, there is work to do, you know, and we're paying you money. It, that's another thing. Like, we're not really paying you for your garden. Some of it, yes, but not all of it. Well, 
this isn't exactly where I was going with this, but actually, like, it, it can lead on uh, pretty well, which is, you know, if you're if you're having that conversation with someone, like, your performance is down or something, um, and, like, even if their response is, like, oh, well, you know, I don't know, I'm getting divorced, well, you know, there has to be a line where you're giving support and there's a line where you're, like, well, actually, like, that sucks, man, like, but, you know, we're, like, we, you're you're kind of here to do a job, so there there is, there is a line somewhere with side projects. Like I'm saying, it's like that's one of the best reasons why someone's performance could be down. It it could be a lot worse than that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Another thing though that uh, is interesting from what what Warner was just saying, and I, I think Warner has a lot of experience in this as well, is uh, open source being a side project. Oh yeah, and how that can suddenly balloon and take up all of your time and energy and just feed you with toxicity. Yeah, so I actually just did some was checking out for this podcast. I was actually checking out my one of my old projects, which was way back in the day. We had this awesome open office uh, or o- office open XML coming out from Microsoft, and there was no C sharp SDK for it, so I decided to build one as a side project which actually at that point in time it kind of worked it learned i learned a lot about xml and zip and c sharp lots of other different things also learned that damn i need to work on code getting generation skills back then um and it actually took off uh, was used by a couple of bigger organizations before microsoft of course came out with their sdk um they're like uh Great, but you also do get the support question, and definitely once you start working with open source, and if you're starting to open source more and more of your libraries, like Italo knows this from doing it from a work perspective as well. Uh, I think everybody's been in this boat pretty much here, um, where people do get expo- uh, expect support for a side project and uh, want, of course, free support. Like nobody likes to pay for support, definitely not when it's open source. Of course, they also don't. Like, please, if you're ever writing an issue towards an open source project maintainer, even if it's supported by a company, possibly start with something positive, be nice. Uh, and, and At least say hello. <laughs> yes, at least say hello. Don't say, I oh, this is not working, this library this sucks, why, fix do, why is this build? Fix it. Uh, like, don't do that. You basically describe how you can reproduce the error. Like, be a, give as much information as you can to help that person try out. Because otherwise, people really, like, open source is something which you give, and that's one of the side projects concept as well. You give uh, your time for that. You you spend your time on it, and if you open source it, it's a big step for yourself, at least in my experience. Like, it's a big step to open source something and say, hey, guys, I'm putting this into the evil world of the internet. Um, well, sometimes it's good, but often it's evil. Uh, and, and I hope to see people use it and... and actually improve uh, also their skill sets and of course mine as well uh, yeah. but yeah it's just, it can take off a lot of time and not just time also mental pressure like definitely yeah, open think, source can give you a lot of I think you know the open source topic is it's probably the side project that can blow up quite fast if you do it right and suddenly you have a lot of people are catching a lot of attention unexpectedly yeah and then suddenly you have you know people 
either internally requesting new features or externally requesting new features. And once you're out there, especially if you put it behind a company's image, you don't want to wreck that up. You want to make sure that, you know, whatever project you put there is actually very good. But then again, to make it good, you have to invest time on it. And that, that is company's time. And so, so there you go. You have a side project that suddenly is becoming a real project inside of the company. And if you don't maintain it, you're going to pass the wrong impression outside. So again, you, you know, it's like a snowball kind of effect. And then in the end, you have that. So yeah, like I think Kieran said something before, like there is a line that has to be drawn somewhere. Uh, on when a side project becomes a real project and then it has to actually be maintained by you know by someone later on um but i think the open source world deserves a whole podcast of its own because it's it's fantastic but it can also be like like a black hole really once you oh, once you're there break. you're screwed yeah the good thing in this when you ever done this or seen this happening to someone Next time you know that maybe we just try to somehow adapt whatever this other thing that is available or whatever service that hmm. any kind of third party is providing instead of starting our own open source project because it sounds very cool and then it might become so uncool yeah. because like all these things that you just mentioned. Yeah. Honestly, I think one of those great examples was what is it, LeftPad? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Yeah, 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 absolutely. And that was never backed by a company, right? Like that—that that was always yep. like, I think it was like a guy doing it by its own, and then suddenly he 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 was pissed. And then he yep. was gone, and then the whole internet broke. And there you go, no JS. <laughs> Amazing. Ah, uh, npm, beautiful, beautiful. I think there's NPM. a lesson in there for all of us. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But this is also important with side projects. It is that point in time, definitely, if you're doing it in your own free spare time, so not in company time, then for yourself, you also need to be able to say, guys, archive the repository, um, disable people opening pull requests or issues. It's all fine. Yeah. Like, it's your time. It's your time. Keep this in mind. It's your time. It's you. If you don't have fun... Or learn something, or uh, do it yeah. for another specific the reason. Then flipping hell, just quit doing it. Like if there's a big enough company that needs you to support it, fuck, they can always hire, try and hire you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, I think, think you've just provided good. me with a way of segueing onto something that I've wanted to segue onto for like a little while now. So good, well done. Which is the kind of peer pressure of it. Um. You know, you can go on, on Twitter or YouTube or whatever, and there's some some guru there who's saying, oh, yeah, like, all I did was, you know, eat celery for a month and also, like, work on my side projects. And now look at me. I'm so successful and I, I have a nice car. And um, it's a lie. You know, it's it can be very difficult to, like, you know, it gets to Sunday, it gets to 8 p.m. on Sunday evening, and you're like, I've done nothing except watch the first six episodes of The Nevers over and over again because it's really, really bloody good. Um, I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I am going to... <laughs> <laughs> Procrastination yeah. all the way in. Um, 
you know, you or you know, you've just been doom scrolling Twitter or Instagram and just going past influencer after influencer going, yeah, four hour work week. Yeah, good. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, there is this kind of social pressure to like, oh, if you were just doing a side project, then, you know, look at you, you would be, you would be beautiful and look good in a swimsuit. And there's, there's some truth in this though. I agree. It what, you'd look in a swimsuit? A, no, no, I mean, like browsing through social media for hours at once doesn't do you any good. So yeah, there is totally some truth in this. So if you do I don't know, pretty much anything instead of that might be better off. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just that, you know, when it does get, there is this, regardless of how much you know, it's just, it's crap. You, you know that, like, what you're scrolling through and what you're seeing is, is bollocks, honestly. But um, it gets to the point where you do kind of feel guilty that you've not taken two hours out of the 48 hours that is your weekend. To... Good, good. Now go get it. Yeah, I know. Please continue feeling guilty and do something about it. <laughs> oh, please stop! Like honestly, stop! Like <laughs> it's your li- it's your flipping life. It's your time. If you wanna binge watch, yeah, yeah, that, that's that's what, what I'm was saying. it again? I, either Nevis, feel guilty really and do something, yeah, really or don't feel guilty and feel awesome about it. If you don't think it's a problem, don't feel guilty. I mean, Pedro and I are willing to give you our ch- kids for half a day, and then you will be crying for your hours and hours of binge watching. No, no worries. Yeah, I'm okay with Netflix at the moment. Thank you. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. I also for the record, like, bunch for of the record, do, uh, so yeah. <laughs> for the record, I'm not. I'm not giving Juno to anyone. Like it's insane. Like when, before becoming a parent, I I kind of thought that dealing with a baby was something that you had to uh you know deal with and now it's just like she's changing so quickly that you 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 end up missing all the all the stuff that you had to 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 do so so yeah but that being said you know i'm happy to to borrow uh to to, to lend a theoretical baby to anyone uh so that they can see <laughs> how <laughs> how amazing it is <laughs> To have all the time in the world before before you wait you until she programs better than you do. Oh, that's that's not. She probably already does. Next. Let's be honest. That's yeah, she different. probably does. Burn. Yeah. No. I mean, my daughter I'm can sure. already climb on her bike better than I can. So, like, she's actually yeah. doing like standing with her leg on her saddle and then putting her leg behind her and like going with one hand like waving at me. Like, bloody hell! I cannot even do that on a bike. Like. But again, like I think it's it's one of those cases specifically where, again, it's your time. Don't feel guilty. Like if you want to do a side project, of course, like you have to give yourself this tiny nudge to actually open up your laptop and start writing some code. So stop diving into the bottle. I would advise definitely if that's the case case you're going. Like if you're just getting drunk on your own, then yeah, definitely just. Get over that home, put the bottle away and (laughs) invite some... Well, now you can send me again, at least here in Berlin. Invite one household, all right. (laughs) Don't invite more than one household. (laughs) No more than one wall. Get outside, invite several households, but do it outside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, makes sense. Also, like sometimes if you feel all this guilt, it might not be a side project that you're looking for. Maybe it's something else. Maybe you just need to figure out what to do Girlfriend. with your life. But that's a whole another story. Maybe not even 
remotely related to this whole podcast ever. Yeah. But yeah. A podcast so, about so, life but... and other very easy problems. Someday. <laughs> Someday. <laughs> yeah. I, I will say one thing about this topic, though. And uh, I, I think I'm just uh, I'm just here today to bring the, the dad point of view, I guess. Um, having less free time can also be a good thing. It, it The constraint can be a forcing function for you to yeah. focus on what matters. You chop all um, the BS off first. Yes. Like, good things stay. You keep them for as long as yeah. possible. Yeah, so, exactly. Pedro, now add a house to your, like owning a, your own house with your own piece of land to that mix. Right. And you will suddenly see that those side projects go pretty much down from like this, this 2%, which you kind of still have to way less because you still have to do the garden, make sure you don't have pissed off neighbors, make sure everything is cleaned, all that kind of stuff. Like you can also always outsource those kind of stuff, but, um, Again, it's 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 a question of where do you put your time and your effort. Side projects are great. I would honestly advi advise any person, definitely junior, mid-year, and even seniors, to start any side project. They they feel the pressure, the, the need to start. Uh, and if you have an interested or you want to learn this new framework, or bloody hell, you came across this weird matrix thing, you know, matrix that old movie that people watch every now and then. Like the, those little scrolly lines. Yeah, like the if one, you want to know how to build that, nice in... if they made a sequel to or something. Shame yeah. they never did. Yeah, exactly. Like for that one, like you maybe want to learn how to write that those scrolling text in Haskell or something. Like perfectly, go for it. Shall we? Um, actually, on that note, round this thing up by mentioning any side projects that we either have worked on or are currently working on that. Yeah, we absolutely. either want to promote or don't want to promote or whatever, but just just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Apart um, from the podcast, which is clearly a side project, but yeah, that's know. what I was going to say. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> you don't need to promote the podcast on the podcast. People are already <laughs> listening. Maybe, yeah, possibly. That's my message. That's my message. If you're not listening to this show right now, you should come listen. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah, totally second so, that. One. Uh. Yeah, so I, I'm actually working on something that is, um, you know, whenever I'm feeling the mood for it, actually. So I'm writing a book, finally. And a memoir. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> memoirs, memoirs of a Brazilian geisha. Yeah, beautiful. So, uh, yeah, I'm writing a book, I think mostly about my experience on being a yeah, CTO for the first time. So going through, you know, that journey and, and so on. Um, it's a lot of work. It's ridiculous how much work you have to, mm. you know, how much work you have to put on that. And it, but it's cool. In the, I, I enjoy it. It really helps me like better understand my job. And that's the side project that I'm working on. Sometimes I'm, I'm totally in the mood for writing this, uh, this book. And, you know, I go like through the week and writing it. Sometimes I just don't want to write anything. So what I did, to myself was like, I don't put a deadline on it. Whenever it's ready, it's ready. And then I will publish. And let's see if the if the world will like it or will completely destroy it later. But yeah, that's basically what I'm being I've been doing. Man, I think that, you know, just like real talk for a second, like I, I think you're you have an amazing career and, and, and if you can talk a little bit about 
how your career went, you know, how you went from the first steps all the way to CTO. I think there's no way that this book isn't going to, you know, be well received. Like there's so much, you got so much to tell. Um, so, you know, I mean, like good, good luck with the book and I'll let yeah, you know when you Thank you. Have. I appreciate it. Yeah, let I me know if you want some good. notes, if you want, yeah, any, 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 any guinea pigs for your first drafts. And oh, definitely. Work. I'm going to send to all of you guys. <laughs> one, mean, you, once you again, I'll be the first. English language mafia or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm not going <laughs> to do this to you, but um, I have actually, I have a British friend that will do the, the whole English mafia for me. And of course, I'm paying him. But mm -hmm. still, um, he's a proofreader. Um, but I found it funny because I was like, I was telling him like, you are, or I, yeah, you are, you, you did not, not only were, but you are still the English mafia for me. So <laughs> to everybody, English mafia means he corrects my English, which yeah, it's I'm good. the, I'm the grammar police. Yeah. Grammar police. <laughs> Anybody else got anything? I mean, I can go real quick. I have a stupid one. Um, but I have, uh, let's say, let's say some movies and TV shows fell off the back of a truck and, and, uh, I have them now, but they're all in like different formats and they're all, they all have different, uh, like titles with certain dots in and certain characters and, and stuff. Uh, but they kind of follow a vaguely similar format. And so I'm just building a little CLI tool that can run automatically when, uh, so that the movie falls off the back of the truck and it lands in the CLI tool and, uh, is converted to the, to a nice H.265 format and has like nice file name and has like various tags and things on it. So, uh, for possibly obvious reasons, that's not open source. <laughs> but, uh, Especially but that's what I'm working on in my site in my free time at the moment. Good. I mean, there is nothing illegal that it's doing, right? Uh, yeah. like I mean, you you yeah. give it some file and it transforms it. Yeah, right? yeah. the code itself is yeah. not doing anything it, it, illegal. It, it, it's not like chasing those trucks and making movies fall off of them. No, I just don't want to explain that in a German court. <laughs> See? <laughs> ah. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Good idea. Honestly, I think I don't have anything big right now except for the garden. That's pretty that, much that's, my side project. That's a, an interesting Would you say you're project. on gardening leave? No, oh. I would say I'm, I'm mostly <laughs> on, on <laughs> mental health leave at the moment. That's worse than the salary joke. Yep. <laughs> God, yeah, like, honest, honestly, at the moment, I'm more on, on, a, on a mental mental leave kind of concept. <laughs> like getting, getting back to being me, which Makes is sense. after, which is definitely very necessary. Uh, and actually gardening does help like similar to like playing with my daughter helps a lot and, and just getting a context of like what is what matters to me in life and, and what are the good things like i've on i've, I've actually found a perfect route for or recipe for jiaozi so i've been making like four different mm. types of jiaozi the last three days what's that it's, like, uh, it's uh baked dumplings basically Ah, oh well. Fried dumplings. Oh, once once really we can all go to a place together, we're going to a place in Prince Lauberg. You took me to that place. They do too much food for me on my own, so I have to. <laughs> uh, that's fine. I can I can eat both loads of chowza. Yeah, me too. Awesome. Like those things, love them. Max, you got anything on the go? A human flag. Still that one. Still doing the human flag? Oh. Yeah. I'm at the clutch flag level at the moment. 
this is like one step before human flag. I love how no matter how simple something looks from the surface, when you start to like delve into it, there's like deeper and deeper levels of it. So for any listeners who don't know, the human flag is when you, Max, you can probably explain this better than me, but it's when you hang off a pole like perfectly sideways, right? Like Yeah, you're not really hanging off at that point anymore. You're like, Kind of, kind of holding on to it, and yeah, keep trying, trying to keep your body horizontal. You are one with the pole at that point. Sorry, you have become one with the pole. Yeah, you make a nice little T (laughs) over the pole. Yeah, but the difference between clutch flag and human flag is like clutch flag is like twenty percent of work, and the rest is human flag so yeah good luck radio principle again pedro mm-hmm. you had a trillion side projects and then you had the world's biggest side project um or i guess maybe i too oh i'm sorry oh, <laughs> <laughs> how dare you how, how dare you is that is that is that not like still in production that's still in production <laughs> that's up to there me <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. whatever gets the job done couldn't guys. resist um yeah yeah i had a million side projects i i don't know if this counts as a side project so i will say this i am a note taking monster i have terrible short-term memory and so i make heavy use of note-taking uh tools and I think that the more you, 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 like there's a thousand note-taking apps out there and they're all amazing. But I think that when you use one for more than, you know, a couple of months, you begin to see all the ways that it could be better. And so there's N plus one note-taking apps in the market now. That's, that's how it goes. So I'm not doing that. I'm not doing a note-taking app, but, um, in, in, in my, in my work, um, it's very important for me to, write notes and then to correlate them together, like to take snippets out of different notes, uh, mark them somehow and correlate them to each other. And I don't know, you guys are probably going to tell me of some app that does <laughs> that. That's only available for Linux or something. Um, but I'm just, I'm just not aware of any. So what I did was I just kind of created a little like data model for this. Um, and I have that running in a, in a little Postgres container locally. And then I have like the stupidest, simplest, ugliest Vue.js front end running on top of that, uh, out of localhost. And it's just, it's just like a, my, my note taking app is now a database in the Vue.js front end. I, I mean, this doesn't really count as a product. It's just something that I'm working on and it's, Unlike my previous side projects where I could spend hours moving a little button around and experimenting with different shades of gray and blue in the interface and then therefore get nothing done. This is just really, really ugly. But when I need a new feature, I just, as I said earlier, I just think about it uh, during the day. And then I, 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 when I have a moment at night, usually around this time. I just try to write a little bit of code that hopefully implements that. And if it doesn't, well, I can try again in two days, uh, if I'm lucky. But yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it, it, it doesn't do half of what I would like it to do. But between that for some of the information and my regular note taking apps for other information, it, 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 I'm finding it helpful. So in a way, it's 
it's going well. It's, it's, it's useful for its uh, intended audience, which is myself. Pretty cool. That's so I can tell part, like, that you didn't listen to episode seven. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say as well. <laughs> which one was that? Episode seven. I'm pretty episode sure you didn't seven. listen to that, but okay. I heard them all. Which one was, was seven? <laughs> oh, though? it's the there was the the note taking app that I just kind of name dropped, um, which is Obsidian. Yeah, yeah. Obsidian. I the, Obsidian. The the, the I ended up um, paying for it and getting into betas and stuff like that, and I, it just okay. gets better and better. So, um, not not to not to rain on your side project. Keep having fun. Keep building stuff. Be creative. Absolutely. But maybe maybe you'll find some inspiration there. Does Obsidian have knowledge of? So okay, there's another let me layer. Stop you right now because now we're gonna dive yeah, into the yeah, side project for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think we're better because like there's a whole other layer to what my little uh, my little app does that uh, he is has very much like it, prison it, breaks. Obsidian supports plugins, so maybe you could create. That's true. In case mm, it doesn't maybe. do whatever you want it to do. I'll look into it. I mean, I heard about it and it sounded way too fairly for my taste. And obviously being a programmer is this constant state where it's a curse, man. It's a curse. Configuring something that already exists to do what you need, which realistically would be an hour. It's way too much work. It's way too fairly, but you know, sinking a few weeks into building your own thing is some somehow more palatable. It just feels (laughs) more This is why I have so much respect for YAML developers. Senior YAML developers. Oh yeah, don't forget those. <laughs> Senior backend YAML engineer. <laughs> I, I think on that bombshell we'll wrap this one up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, thank you for listening. For uh, both of you who have been listening, this has been the Critical Channel. Uh, this was episode something twelve. 12? So you can find the oh. show notes at criticalchannel.io/slash/twelve. You can find us on Twitter at. Criticalio. There he goes. And uh, see you next time. See you. Bye. Do we need an R for Maxime still to align?